The proof of love is in the works, says St. Gregory the Great, whom the church commemorates today in addition to our local commemoration of Labor Day. The proof of love is in the works. Where love exists, it works great things. But when it ceases to act, it ceases to exist. In the passage that we just heard from St. Luke's Gospel, our Lord announces a particular ministry which the Messiah is entrusted to bring glad tidings to the poor, to proclaim liberty to captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, and to proclaim a year acceptable to the Lord. And this, of course, was known to the Jews. Isaiah had prophesied that such a Messiah would come. But the Jews did not fully grasp what this meant. They thought that glad tidings to the poor meant some sort of revolution, that Christ would sweep down and change everything about worldly society, and that would be the glad tidings. That would let the oppressed go free. But of course, we know that our Lord's mission was slightly different. He brought a personal ministry, a ministry of compassion. It's easy to see the struggles of some people in our society today, the poor, the marginalized, the oppressed, and tell ourselves that our duty is to change society. And of course, sweeping changes for the good of all should always be the concern of politicians and even ourselves. But a desire for societal change, for the good of all, never exempts us from the compassion that our Lord demands we show individually. I'm sure many of us have experienced a time when someone has approached us on the street asking for something, and familiar, we're familiar with their story. Sometimes we may question the truth of what they tell us, and certainly it's not always a good idea to give direct handouts on the street, both for our safety and for theirs. But how do we react to these people? Not what do we give them. How do we speak to them or treat them? Sometimes we may even accuse them inwardly. We say that they are in this state because of some result of their own sinfulness or even their crimes. St. Bernard of Clairvaux gives us some insight into this. He says, don't jump immediately to conclusions, but rather make excuses for them interiorly. Excuse his intention if you cannot excuse his action. Think that he may have acted out of ignorance or by surprise or accidentally. If the thing is so blatant that it cannot be denied, even so, believe it to be so, and say inwardly, the temptation must have been very strong. If we can inwardly excuse another state, it will remind us of their dignity and change our approach to them. Then love will have its proof. For where love exists, it works great things. But when it ceases to act, it ceases to exist.